I know I said that episode six was going to be the last of 2019, but then I taught a sweet little class today and I got on my soapbox and I was preaching about showing up and how important consistency is. When so many people ask me, how did you do it? How did you do it? How did you grow your Instagram? How did you get there? What did you do? What's the secret sauce, Maddie? And I'm like, uh, you just keep doing it. You keep doing exactly what you're doing and you'll get there. It's actually exactly what people don't want to hear when it comes to how do I get to, how do I get from point A where I am to point B, all my goals, dreams, wishes, that next best version of me. However, it's just like such this almost like backwards messed up thing where like that is actually what it takes. It's like the work in between the space that you don't want to fill is actually where all the good, the good shit happens for lack of better words. Like that's where, that's where it all happens in that space from A to B where you are now and where you will be whenever X, Y, and Z, whatever that goal is, that vision that you so very badly want for your life. It's in that consistency of showing up, of putting in the work, of doing the due diligence of like a lot of times describe it as like, you know, chopping down a tree, you got to keep hitting it right in the same spot over and over and over and over again. And then finally the tree will fall. It's not like you just take one swing at the arrow or the arrow, the ax. And you're like, cool, I'm done, lit. Oh my God, amazing, I did it. I'll never forget, I was riding once in Los Angeles, I believe at Culver City. It might've been WeHo, but it was with Ross. And he said, turn your vision into a brave decision. And that has stuck with me for years and years now. I mean, uh, all these years, because yes, I want to close my eyes. I want to see it. I always say that. Visualize exactly where you see yourself. For instance, right now, a goal of mine is to teach at the barn. That has been a goal on my soul cycle dream board, on my soul cycle bucket list forever. And lately, what I've been doing is closing my eyes and envisioning what it feels like to be on the podium at the barn. Like, Literally, I talked about it in the last podcast, I think, but like truly visualizing like the smell of it, the feel of it, um, how warm it is, the lighting, who's in, in front of me, who might be there, the front desk, like literally making it so like visually like satisfying to all the senses, so palpable that I'm actually living in that moment, even though it hasn't happened yet. And I've been trying to do that in all the different walks of my life with my relationship, with my family. Like, what do you really see? It's like almost like you can see it, hear it, taste it, smell it, like all the senses combined into this like visualization, visualization experience. It's almost like you're, you're already living it. It's already yours. Now it's just a matter of time. When will it happen? So that is something that I have been doing myself. And I used to always think this was like a bunch of bullshit. Like I followed Gabby Bernstein and all these mindfulness coaches and, you know, Christine Hassler. I was part of all these cool groups and chanting and bhakti and all this stuff in LA way back when. And I didn't really ever 
fully buy in. Like I was always one foot in, one foot out. I was doing like the floaty dance in the aisle. If you've ever heard the Dane Cook skit, he talks about the floaty dance. Like, are we checking out? Are we still buying things? And I like, uh, uh, it's like I'm half in, half out. And that's no place to be because if you're half in, half out, it's not going to happen for you. It's like you have to be fully, wholly invested in the journey and in in the daily grind of that dream that you so badly want in order for it to work. Here are some of the things that I believe were truly game changers for me this year. We all have these random things that happen to us. Oh, they're not very random, actually. They're pretty pretty spot on or you know we enroll into a mastermind or we become a part of a society or we do different trainings but this year as I'm really thinking about it was truly the year that I invested a lot of money in myself when it came to personal development when it came to coaching when it came to seminars when it came to online you name it like I took massive risks um And to be honest, I've done that since the beginning with Instagram. I did that with loops. I did that with all sorts of different Instagram algorithm games and how to trick the system and um, giveaways and things like that. So I've always been a little bit of a risk taker when it comes to investing in my business and brand, I guess. That feels weird to say, but I'm going to have to start owning that. One of the major risks I took, I guess, if you're looking at it, I don't know if I want to call it a risk, but okay, we'll keep going. Um, I enrolled in the Boss Babe Society with Natalie Ellis. So this is her like Instagram algorithm, Instagram like how to grow whatever program. Um, And I'm pretty sure I think I paid like $2,500 for it, which at the beginning of this year felt like a lot of money to me. I was like, this is like a huge thing. I'm, I'm just like paying this money and I hope that this will work out for me in the long run. So that was kind of like the first thing I did this year where I started to invest largely in myself. And this grew and grew and grew. I started working with different coaches. I love Kayla Craft, Mommy Millionaire out of SoCal. She has always had a little place in my heart. Uh, California girls, you know. Uh, but she has a society called the Millionaire, the Millionaire Society, which you can subscribe to monthly, and you get videos and coaching and all these little things from her. Her Facebook group, just there's all of these things that you can enroll in on the internet now. You can there's Dean Graziosi has one. I think Rachel Hollis is coming out with one. Like they're popping up all over the place as this whole personal development wave grows bigger and bigger. That's like really on trend right now. AKA get your surfboard and start cruising because you should already be on this wave. Like don't miss this good wave. But um, I digress. It's like, so I just basically started to actually put the work in and invest money. I feel like for me, money feels like when I pay for something, I have to do it because I've paid for it. I kind of always felt like that with SoulCycle. Like, if I buy a bike at SoulCycle, there's no freaking way I'm missing that class. I could be on my deathbed, and I am going. I will not get missold. Do you know what I mean? Like, I've always, money is a transactional, like, I don't know if I would say it's a pain point for me, but it makes it, it solidifies it for me. Like, there's no way I'm not going to do it. There's no way I'm not going to invest in this and give it my all. I already paid for it. End of story. End of story. I'm there. So this year was really the year where I started to pay a lot of money to do all these things and 
took some risks with Instagram. I formed a loop with different instructors for soul, you know, I think it was the warrior week and then it was turned up 20 and like all the different things. I just really started to go after things kind of like with a vengeance, like with a hunger that I had never done before. And if I could offer any piece of advice, it would be like to get yourself in some of these programs and not all of them cost a ton of money. A lot of them are free. I'm constantly swiping on Instagram and seeing different free programs and things like that. And most people offer free before they try to upsell you. So there's always going to be all different free offers. If you're smart about it and you kind of are calculative, you can 100% find free programs and get all that you can out of that and then move on to another one. I think that's the smartest thing to do if you are really watching your finances or you're like, I just don't know where to start. Just like do intro things like, oh, I don't know if I like this coach or mastermind or whoever. Let me see if they have like a free program. Like Dean Graziosi and Tony Robbins have been putting out all this stuff about like their blue book something and like all these different coaches have different programs in Kajabi now. It's like a huge thing blowing up. So if you are out there and you're a seeker and this is stuff you really want to like invest in your, not only your money, but your time, it is out there. It is readily available for the taking. I feel like I got kind of off track, but so all these things exist out there and I feel like I was never really fully invested in them. So those two programs particularly started to really mold and shape the way that I was thinking. I also did a 12-week intensive with Kayla Craft that was specifically geared to multi-level marketing for Monate. Um, and that was amazing. And halfway through, I was kind of like, I don't even know how I feel about my multi-level marketing company right now. And I kind of had this epiphany where I was like, all this stuff that I'm learning can also be completely geared towards running my own business. And I had this like moment where I was like, I could do both. Why can't I build my own business and grow my own mad stats beyond the bike and also do all these other things with all the other skills I'm learning? It was like a total brain blow up moment. Um, so that was another huge, huge, huge break, breaking point for me. And I'd say the fourth biggest thing that I feel like really just changed the game for me was Rachel Hollis Rise Business Conference because... I just, I got to hear from some of my favorite speakers, literally of all time. I just, it was just like a waterfall, like a pool, a glistening pool of knowledge. But honestly, my biggest takeaway from Rachel Haas Rise Conference was the Start Today Journal. And I am not getting paid. I am, this is actually not an ad, although (laughs) hit me up, Rach, if you hear this. Um, The Start Today Journal changed my life. For so many years, and I think I've said this before on podcast, for so many years, I could not get my shit together. I was like, I'm going to write in a journal every day. I'm going to write in a journal every day. I'm going to write in a journal every day. And I would eventually end up going two weeks and I'd write in my journal and be like, it's been a long time. It's been two weeks since our last meeting, you know, being funny in the journal. Like I literally have that and I read it now and I'm like, that's so lame, Maddie. Up until this point with the Start Today Journal, I could never hold that promise to myself and actually do it. And something about this journal just changed the game for me. I 
wake up, I write five things that I'm grateful for, and then I keep writing 10 things that I made come true. It's like the 10 dreams that you made, you already made happen. So again, going back to that visualization, like the things you already made happen. So you're bringing it into your universe. You're calling it in. You're visualizing like, this is where I'm going to be. This is for me. And I have to honestly say, I haven't missed a day with this journal. And I got to recently cross off a huge goal of mine. And I don't want it to sound hokey or silly, but I truly believe that by writing it down and looking at it every day was the reason that I achieved that goal. And like, obviously I put in a shit ton of work and it takes a lot of work to achieve goals. But I do believe that there's something about when you put a pen to paper, they come true. They really come true. I think the power of writing things down is crazy. I read somewhere that only 1% of people actually write down their goals. I do believe that there's a direct correlation between the 1% and the 1% of people that write down their goals. Of course, while you're listening to this, if you are thinking, I need this book, I need a podcast, I need to enroll in a society, I want a mastermind, and you really are feeling that way, hit me up. I can't stress enough how much I enjoy your DMs and your conversations and your emails asking me all sorts of things and how I can also help you along this process because that's what it's all about, right? It's it's educating yourself and then reaching out your hand and, and pulling someone else up with you. And that starts, again, like that giant wave that we're all just cruising on. Malibu first point. Hit me up. <laughs> that was kind of silly, but... For real, um, this all this personal development stuff that is so hot right now, really, I mean, the whole point of it is just to lift each other up and help each other out along the way. And if you're farther along on the path, reach out to me and help me out. Hello. And if you need suggestions, let me know because maybe I can help you along with something else along the way. So that's kind of like really the gist of it. Of course, I could go on and on for hours about visualization and manifestation and there's just so much information out there, but I think it comes down to until you're really ready to not just, you know, put your toes in the water and canning ball into it, that makes all the difference. When you're ready to jump off the diving board, like trying to make the biggest splash possible, that's when it's all going to come together for you. And so... 2020. I'm sitting here. It's a Saturday evening. Yes, I'm recording my podcast on a Saturday evening. Again, this is what it takes. This is what it takes, baby. Saturday evening, staying and recording the podcast and 2020. It's in three days, a new decade. I was thinking to myself actually writing this morning. I was like, Daisy didn't even exist 10 years ago. And that blows my mind because I think about what, what was, I can't even imagine what my life was like before Daisy or soul cycle didn't exist for me 10 years ago. What? 10 years ago, 2010, I was just graduating college. I didn't know shit about shit. (laughs) So 
it's really mind-blowing when you think about where we're heading. I think it's closing like a large chapter, a decade, and really thinking about where we all would like to be, where I want to be in the next 10 years. It's pretty wild, honestly, to think about. But here's kind of what I came up with today. And this is a common mistake I think that most people make. And I think about it like this is that downtime between the holidays, Christmas, and like Hanukkah. It kind of all fell on weird days this year. So it's like we have a half week and another half week. So for the most part, everybody's slowing down. I want to slow down. Like I'll just do it in the new year. I'll get to it when I get to it. When in actuality, this is the time to start. Speed up. Build the momentum. Start running full force towards that next thing, that next best version of you into 2020. Because while you're Zooming and planning and writing it down and doing the back end work and the footwork and the background checks and whatever you need to do to put your quote unquote ducks in a row so that you can just fly with lightning speed into the new year, that is going to make all the difference. I notice a lot that when people hit a goal or achieve a dream, they just think they can rest. And I was laughing because I was like, you would think that reaching master instructor was going to give me some sort of relief or some sort of aha or mm moment. And let me just tell you, it made the stakes that much higher. And I think most successful people think like that when they achieve something, they don't rest. That's when they dig their heels in a little deeper and they're like, all right, next level, time to level up. And don't worry, we all have those moments of like, all right, I got to go celebrate a little bit. And I think that moment will eventually come for me. Maybe when I'm on an island far away from Boston. But for the most part, I believe that the most successful people on this planet, when they achieve a goal, they're ready for more. They're hungry for more. They start running to that next thing. How can I actually better myself? What's the next thing and the next thing and the next thing? And that internal hunger, that that starvation, just to be the best version of them and have it all and do it all is such a force to be reckoned with. And I truly hope that you dig deep before the new year and you find that inner hunger inside you that lights you up and makes you want to suit up and show up and go to work and chase the wildest goals and the biggest dreams and that crazy job and that reach school and that next baby and that next house and that beautiful partner and whatever it is out there, I want it for you. And more importantly, you should want it for you. And when you want it more than anything else, and you start writing it down and believing it and visualizing it and really, really, really owning it and just saying, this is me, this is what I am going to have and just making that decision, it's mine, I promise it will be yours. It's not a question of how or why, it's just a question of when. Now, before the clock strikes midnight on New Year's Eve, I hope that you write down all these things. I hope that this podcast has helped fire you up in some way to actually go for it. Buy the journal, 
start writing things down. Invest in the mastermind, the Millionaire Society, a podcast just like mine, um, or whatever it is that you feel like is going to put you in the direction to just make the changes to get to exactly where you want to be for 2020. 2020! What? Is that even real? It's real and it's coming up quick. Got a few days. I'm putting this out Monday. So if you're listening now, you might have 48 hours. And that's honestly enough time to grab a pen and a paper and start writing down some wild dreams. And I mean, get wild. And I hope they scare the crap out of you because the scarier the dream is, that means you're going in the right direction. Fear is the compass, baby. I truly hope that this has given you a little spark, a little joy, a little something to get out there and start living that best version of you. That's really what I hope for. Please do not hesitate to contact me. And I guess I'll see you in 2020. One more time for my people in the back. May you always be joyful, loving, and above all else, fearless.